0: Just recorded an entire podcast episode before this, literally an hour and five minutes long. I'm not going to do this one that long. I'm also not going to be talking the way I was in the last one. I was, I got just, I talked too much for too long about one thing and it was not even interesting. I mean, like it was like my the, my truth kind of, it was like me talking on my life, but no one wants to hear that shit, dude. People want to hear about fun shit, nice shit. Lovely stuff, cause I don't want to swear that much. So iCarly came, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I guess I'll start with that. iCarly came back. Freddie's looking sexy. Jerry Trainer, who plays Spencer, is looking the same. Miranda Cosgrove looks hot, but she said the B word. Speaking of swearing, she said "bitch." In a little, I haven't seen the show yet, but she, I saw a little clip on YouTube, and she said it. And that means that they swear now. I, Carly, but they swear now. (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly what we all wanted. We all wanted to hear. But there's no Sam Puckett. There's no Jeanette McCurdy. She's not in the show. How freaking whack is that? I know I've seen some interviews with her and heard her talk on it. She never wanted to be an actress in the first place, okay? She just, it's not her thing. Her, she had to do it to, like, make money for her family because there was issues with her mother or something. It's a whole, it's a rough story, tough story. Um, but now she is doing her own thing. Respect to her. Respect to Jimnette McCurdy. But it does suck in, like, the, in the terms of the show, It her not being there kind of sucks. Like, I don't know. Now they got some replacement of her, I think, like, uh, Carly has a new best friend I don't know who the new character is But I feel like they probably just Replaced like and made a new best friend Or whatever But it's kind of going to be weird If like in the show The web series that they do I Like iCarly itself If the new character Is in that too and then it's just a replacement Of Sam not only in the Actual show that we watch But in the web series within the show we watch Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to see if they, I feel like Jerry trainer has, I don't remember iCarly much, but Spencer has a lot of potential to be like, I don't know. Like I, this could be his big break now that I want to see him in more stuff. He's funny. And he almost gives me like Jim Carrey vibes. Not like as probably good as Jim Carrey or as funny as Jim Carrey, but his energy is funny and cool and i always liked him back in the original so let's hope jerry trainer makes it into bigger and better things he's in a band too though i think he plays an instrument he's not the singer but he's like he plays some instrument in the band i just i've seen that just side note fun fact little tidbit dude um i've been trying not to be on social media because screw social media And screw having an addiction to social media Like majority of the people in society do I don't want to be one of those robots So I, a few months ago, deleted social media My friend Luke, my roommate Luke, who isn't here right now But he inspired me, he was in the last episode of this podcast Which, by the way, was freaking recorded over a year ago Before quarantine happened, before the whole world Went to absolute shit, shit hit the fan Yeah, wow it's been a long time, but he was in the last episode. This is the third episode of this podcast. Welcome back by the way. Welcome back to Satisfied Podcast with Connor Thomas. He was in the second episode. This is the third episode. First episode sucked, second episode was okay. Third episode might suck. Who knows, dude. Anyways, what was I talking about? Yeah, Luke inspired me to delete social media. Great idea. He it was so funny. We me and him went to this restaurant one time and he ended up this girl kept staring over at him and it, she was giving him the eyes right and he walked by and he looked at her and then as he was walking away he heard her say to her friend oh he just looked at me so then he was like okay she doesn't look horrifying so i'm going to ask for her snapchat he got her snapchat he started talking to her a little bit then he <laughs> he uh hopefully he doesn't mind me saying this but he um you know he barely talked to her it was like he just said a few things that, or they had a little conversation or whatever and she sent him her tiktok and so he was looking through her tiktok she's all and she's a big stoner girl she's little but she's a big into the weed game right and um she just was like making she had a bunch of tiktoks just sat it was just nasty in my opinion what the fuck ever if you got a problem with that fuck off That lifestyle to me, nasty. Dayton just got home. Dude, Dayton's home. Oh, boy. Hey, hold on. I'm filming a podcast. So, um, yeah, so Luke met this girl. He got her TikTok. And then he said the reason he deleted all his social media is because of this girl. He said that seeing her life and how she lived was so horrible. I don't know how true this is if he just said this as a joke or if I think this might actually though, he sounded real. This is literally what inspired him to make a big life change and delete all his social media apps. He said, seeing her life and how she lived horrified him so much. He said, I want to live the opposite way that this girl lives. And he cut her off. He stopped talking to her. They weren't deep into anything, but he just was like, I don't need to talk to this girl. I don't respect the lifestyle. And so I'm removing I'm removing social media. And he got rid of everything, YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and Snapchat. And then he started trying, next time we hung out, he obviously brought it up and he started telling us it had been a week like since he had deleted it when we hung out. And he was saying that week was like amazing. It was like the best week he's had in years, in his entire life. And he just had so much more free time and all this stuff. And in my mind, when I heard he deleted YouTube off his phone, I was like, okay, sounds nice, but I could never do that because I watch YouTube like it's TV. I watch it every day. I spend hours watching YouTube. What am I going to do with my time if I can't watch YouTube and endlessly refresh my subscription page? So I didn't delete any social media at first, but then I had gone to the bathroom. We were all hanging out over at Dayton's house. This was before we moved out. So we were at his parents' house. And after Luke had had this talk with us, and then we continued all talking, hanging out, or whatever, then I went to the bathroom and I sat on the toilet, did my duty, (laughs) did what I had to do, and Then I sat there for 20 minutes after I was done going to the bathroom with an unwiped asshole, just refreshing, going between TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Snapchat, refreshing my subscription page, refreshing my Instagram feed, and just, you know, as most people do, just checking, seeing "Is is anything new, is anything new, is anything new. And there was nothing. I In that 20 minutes, all I did was refresh endlessly, mindlessly, not even thinking about it. And that's not very healthy. So then I thought, what am I doing right now? I literally have been in the bathroom now for 30 minutes. And 20 of those minutes, I've had poopy on my butthole. And I am just scrolling on social media. So... In that moment, I deleted TikTok, Instagram, and I thought, okay, yeah, there, boom, they're gone. I feel better. I will probably have a lot more free time now. And I stayed off my phone pretty much for the rest of that day. We hung out. We had fun. I mean, that's just crazy, though. I was sitting in the bathroom for 30 minutes on my phone instead of going out and hanging out with my friends. Like, that's literally just was me losing life experience because... I was staring at a light probably essentially no better than if I sat for 30 minutes and stared into this lamp in front of me while it was turned on. I don't know how true that is, but I can guarantee it's not too far from being the same as looking at a phone screen. And to think that for like the last five years, my screen time has been like up to nine hours is ridiculous. I mean, That's yeah, like I just was staring into a light that whole time. That's that's good for me. I bet that's good for my eyes. I bet that's going to heal my eyes. And yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, So, yeah, then I Like I said, I only deleted Instagram and TikTok. And I thought because I can never delete YouTube because I have been making YouTube videos for a decade of my life. And I watch it like it's TV. And I what am I going to do if I don't have YouTube to watch? But as the next week went by, I realized my screen time didn't change at all. It's just instead of being on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Snapchat, I was just on YouTube and Snapchat instead. So I just spent more time on the other apps. And honestly, though, Snapchat was never a problem. I still to this day haven't deleted it because I don't really have an addiction to it. But YouTube, I definitely did. And even though it's like I really did not want to delete the app, I just knew I had to do it. And I knew that my life could benefit so much from taking it off my phone. So finally I got myself to remove YouTube and that's when things really got crazy. And I started noticing how much more time I had in my day. And it was like, it was like there was this like filter over my like life blocking me from living the way humans were meant to live. And I always was a advocate of not being on your phone and being having addictions and just trying to live healthily. But then I was at the same time having this terrible addiction to, um, social media. And I probably tried to make it, I tried to, what's that word? Like, I don't know. I just, in my mind, I was trying to make it seem acceptable because, I was like, well, I used to play video games all the time, and I don't do that anymore. I don't drink alcohol. I don't do drugs. I don't have a drug addiction. I mean, I just thought, but, like, there's no reason to not try and better your life. There's no, nothing else you can do. If you're, you if you have a bad habit, no amount of other bad habits you don't have is an excuse to not get rid of that bad habit that you do have. Uh, so, yeah, dude, life's been good. Life's good, you know? Yeah like future says but it's gotten me to I've been writing music too for like the last year and I don't like to talk about it because I don't have any music out and I don't want to be that guy who talks about shit that he does but like none of it is released to the world and so since I've deleted social media I've had a lot more time to sit and write still on my phone so it's probably not the best for me but I'm being productive at least and I'm making something that I enjoyed actually doing believe it or not When you actually start thinking about it, you don't really enjoy that time that you're refreshing those tabs on all those social media platforms. You just do it because it's an addiction. It's not fun at all. There's nothing fun about that. But writing to me is fun. So then it gave me way more time to write. Even though I've been taking a break from this podcast for (laughs) over a year and YouTube for the last like three months now... Uh, music has still been a thing I've been working on a lot and I'm getting to a point where I'm really good at it and I'm confident with my abilities of writing. I haven't recorded like really at all. Like I haven't even attempted to record. So that's a whole other like 50% of making music that I am not confident in yet because I just have a lack of experience in it. But the writing, I am quite a good writer. I'd say I got my own style. I, I, know how it's really fun writing too i write like rap music mostly i mean i try to write every type of music but i i would say it's most of the time would most be usually classifies as rap music and the fun in that to me is just how much you tr- you gotta like fit these rhymes you know you gotta pack as many rhymes as you can into the lines because in my opinion i mean it, everyone's got their own thing you know some people aren't as focused in as many rhymes as they can but that's what I respect and I think that is one of the best um most like difficult ways of writing music and so that's what I try and do like Eminem type thing I wouldn't say I'm that good yet but he that type of style of rap where it's just jam-packed with rhymes or whatever but yeah coming up with flows and melodies is fun too but to me, it's the rhymes and just trying to speak the truth. Because obviously, when you first start writing music, especially rap, there's this whole kind of like when you think rap immediately, you think like fuck bitches get money. So when I first started like a year ago trying to write music, I started doing that almost. I was just lying, like talking about hooking up with girls and like I don't even know the type of shit I was saying in these little songs I was writing, but it was shit I don't do. And as I slowly dove more into it and realized, oh, this is actually, like, something I care about, and I see it as an artistic uh, avenue, maybe? That's not the right word, but as a way to just, like, tell my truth, put my truth out into the world because that's what art is, just trying to convey your life experience through something that isn't just words normal day-to-day talking and so one of the biggest things you know with improvement in this writing music was just speaking the truth so now instead of saying oh hey I fucked this bitch I met her last night at the club when I've never been to a club in my life now it's like okay well no Let's brag about how I'm sober and I don't drink and I think that, like, I respect people who drink, but it's not for me. And I take pride in that shit, even though that might be, like, you know, maybe someone out there is like, oh, that's not what it's about. I don't think that person knows what it's about because I think that the truth is what it's really about when you get down to it. So I got way more respect for when you're just talking about what's real and keeping keeping it 100, you know? Because I say that now. Because I write rap music. So I say keeping it 100. Yeah. Yeah. Bo Burnham released a new comedy special too on Netflix. I'm halfway through it right now. I haven't watched it all. I This is the first comedy special by Bo Burnham I've ever watched. I know of Bo Burnham. And I know that he's like one of the few people who has very successfully gone from YouTube. He's not really comparable to like Logan Paul because Logan Paul... Was a YouTuber like full blown YouTuber and then made his way also into mainstream media. But I would say Bo Burnham's more like Justin Bieber, where at the very beginning he was posting stuff onto YouTube like years ago, like eight years ago or whatever. But now he's pretty much fully a mainstream, well known name or whatever. And he's made it, he's made films. He made a movie, Eighth Grade. I still haven't seen that. I want to see that bad, though. But, yeah, he made this new comedy special, and I didn't really understand what it was at first, but I guess it was, like, all throughout quarantine, he wanted to work on his comedy, but obviously because of the circumstances, he couldn't go out and do shows. So instead, he was just working on his comedy, but in his house, just recording it, kind of, like, it was almost it's like a throwback too to like what he started as like making just YouTube videos in his room or whatever. But a lot it was just it's not a it's not a film or whatever that makes you feel good. Like the reason I'm only halfway through it is because I really got to be in the mood to watch it and I normally don't like to spend my time watching stuff that isn't just feel good. I like to just feel nice and happy when I am watching a piece of content or something, But with this, it's, like, very real and talking about society and the way things are going and the future. And, like, I, I don't care about that. And the only thing keeping me watching this is because Bo Burnham just... He can be funny. And I think the whole special itself is cool, just how he did it in his house in quarantine. And I think the ending is, like, a really... I don't want to give away the ending, but I don't know it. But based off the little clip I've seen, I think that he's in this house, this room, inside this room the entire time. It's called Inside, by the way, because he's inside. But he's in this room the entire time doing all this comedy stuff. And I think it ends where he walks out of the room and it's like the room was on a stage. Like Obviously it wasn't, but it he walks out of a door and on the other side of the door is out on a stage and he stands there and a cloud, a crowd starts applauding, which that just seems cool. Reminds me of the Truman show. Just reminds me of some cool shit. So, uh, yeah, I can respect that, and I want to get to the end of the movie, but I hear most people who watch it, like, love it, and they want to watch it again and again, and they do watch it again and again, but I don't think this is something I'm going to ever watch again. Once I get through it, I just really want to see the ending. And the way he just did something so unique, like making a comedy special in his house and getting it onto Netflix, I can respect that, and that's, like, amazing to me. And so I just feel like I need to watch it. And also, there's part of me that just wants to. Yeah. No good transitions in this podcast whatsoever. Now we're on to (laughs) friendship. I'm not even going to try and, like, fade topics together. I'll just go to the next one whenever I run out of stuff to say about the previous one. But friendship. Friends. Human interaction. High school. Let's start there. In high school... I was a freak an absolute creed in is what I'd call myself. I was a uh, very quiet in high school because around the end of middle school, beginning of high school, I got like chubby and for some reason, you know, some people can like get bigger and it doesn't really affect them. But to me, that was like the worst thing to ever happen, I guess. And it left me with no confidence and it left me, Just being in a messed up mind state. And so, most of high school, I was pretty quiet and I didn't interact. It didn't really, like, I had my core group of friends and I made little friends along the way or whatever, but I wouldn't say I, like, made a whole new group of friends and I definitely didn't talk to everybody at all. And I just didn't make the most out of it, which I could have done, but I didn't. And the reason I want to talk about human interaction now because I have this new job and it's funny because I feel like the people I'm about to like just talk on a little bit are gonna hear this and know it's about them obviously but I've made like a new group of friends for the first time since kind of the beginning of high school and I'm actually going later today to go bowling with them but it yeah I started this new job a few months back and it was kind of like not too many people were there because I started in winter and it's a landscaping job, so they didn't need a bunch of help. But at a landscaping job, when summer comes around, you need more people because there's more work to do. So all these college students come in. Obviously, I'm not going to college. That's why I could work during the winter too. But all these kids who are going to college, so they're my age. They come back when summer comes around. And now we kind of have a little group going And I made my first new group of friends, kind of, or whatever, since, like, the beginning of high school. And it just feels good. And I just wanted to talk about that because it's just crazy. Like, I feel like the last three years of my life is (laughs) – the last – not three years. The last three months have been so transformational, kind of. I I might have said this earlier in this podcast. But, yeah, the last three months have been crazy, moving out, this new – sort of like group of people I'm working with who are all my age and you know just deal like kind of out of my comfort zone talking more to them or whatever and then taking a break from YouTube after almost a decade of my focus being on that every I haven't even lived two decades and for 10 years of my life out of the 19 I've been alive I have been strictly passionate about one thing which was Making YouTube videos. And now. I am taking a step back. To focus on other things. Because. I felt like it. And it's working out good. It really is. I I needed to kind of just. Step away from it. And I don't know when I feel like. Or when I'll feel like coming back to it. Because the type of videos. I left off on. The last one we put out, me and all my, the videos, okay, what the hell? I'm losing my train of thought here. The videos before I left had really been improving a lot for like the last two years up until my little break I'm on right now. And they I really got down and started understanding that if you want to make YouTube videos in 2020, 2021, they got to be fast paced. They got to be interesting because you're competing against every other person on the on youtube which is millions of hours of content every single day are uploaded so you got to just be every second of your video needs to be entertaining the person because if it's not then they're going to want to click to the next video and i think i started understanding that finally within the last two years and so the videos just got fast paced fast paced boom 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 crazy stuff all the time it was about me and my friends going out doing crazy stuff i would take the footage home edit it make it super fast paced short Like four to seven minutes probably was the average time of these videos. And uh, things, they were really good, but they weren't really picking up. And I think it's just, I feel like there's still more to learn definitely with that. And I, yeah, there's just, there's still definitely more to learn. And if we kept going with it, I can almost guarantee we'd end up making it within the next year or two. But if I'm not feeling passionate about that, I'm not going to do it. And I have kind of fallen out of that right now. Maybe I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll want to go back and make those vlog, short, fast-paced videos again. But I haven't been feeling it for the last three months, so that's why I've been taking this break. I have been, like I had talked about, feeling music, definitely. And there's something about the music that is just more artistic to me, and I just it feels more cool. And that just sounds funny because when you hear cool you think like that you you tie that with like other people's judgments and caring about your image but i'm not talking cool like how i look like i look cool if i write music i'm just talking like to me it feels cool it feels fun there's something about it that's like new and fresh and youtube i don't know if i never go back who knows what if that's the case what if I just never really get back around to it and never truly want to return. That could happen. But right now, we're having, we're throwing some ideas around. We're thinking about maybe making some sort of different form of videos to come back to. I definitely don't think, I don't want to speak for sure, but I don't think that the videos I was making, the fast-paced ones, fast-paced vlogs, fast-paced lifestyle, you know, that's not going to come back anytime soon. But maybe at some point. I don't know. I just don't like editing, really. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Talking on content, music. Oh, there's a little bit of a transition. Let's move from YouTube content back to music, like we were talking about earlier. Heat above is a song I've been listening to. You probably don't know what it is. You've probably never heard about it. It is by this band called Greta Van Fleet. They're from my state. They're from Frankenmuth. Which Frankenmuth if, if you're from Michigan, you know what Frank you should know what Frankenmuth is if, at least if you're from a cool part of Michigan. Um they're like a little snow like they're they're not even it's it's weird to call them a town because they seem more like a little village. They're not really a city. They're like legitimately, it's like an old-fashioned village. It seems like a place you would go to in the North Pole or something where you would find elves living. The whole city's like that too. The whole downtown is all like in that, oh, what's that called? Just like a name for the architectural style, but I don't know what it is. Hmm. Yeah I can't think about it So I'm not even going to try to do that But the point is it's weird to hear That someone's from Frankenmuth I used to go there all the time too, To Frankenmuth because even though they're like An old fashioned town they also have This place called Splash Village Which is this huge uh, Indoor water park And I would go there all the time with my grandparents And have some good memories in that city But Greta Van Fleet this band is from there So they're from kind of Close to my area. It's a few hours away, but it's cool to hear that they're from Michigan. This band isn't the biggest band yet. They're like a rock band. I don't even like rock music, but my roommate Luke comes to me two days ago, and he says he sends me the song and he the screenshot of him listening to it on Spotify, and he says this shit slaps or something along those lines. And I thought, okay, well, like I don't know, I just thought it would be maybe a rap song or some weird song. I don't know. I didn't expect what I heard. This song is amazing. It's like they're a rock band, but this song I would not classify as rock. I don't even know what to classify this song as. It's just like heaven sent, powerful, insane. It's like my Luke described it like this. He said it's just raw talent, and it really is. Like, I don't know what other words to use to describe it sides just saying like the people who made this it's like some bohemian to me it's better than bohemian rhapsody if you cut out like what like the world thinks about the two songs because obviously one song is not even like big at all it's got like two million views the greta van Fleet song called heat above the one i'm talking about that's amazing it's got like two million views on youtube and Then Bohemian Rhapsody obviously has a whole movie about it, and the whole band is huge, and every one of their songs is ginormous. And take out all that. Let's just listen to the two songs and just strictly go off of opinion. Ever think about that? Maybe we should just go by opinion. In my opinion, it's better than Bohemian Rhapsody, and it's probably one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. It's so weird, too, because it's nothing like anything I listen to. I listen to mostly rap and like (laughs) I've been getting into Harry Styles but this is nothing like those songs at all. At all. I wish I could play it or something but I can't and also whatever. (laughs) You guys are just listening to me talk about this song you don't even know that exists or you could, maybe you do rare chance you know that this song exists but Listen to it. Heat Above by Greta Van Fleet. Greta. Yes, like the name. Like the female name, Greta. (sighs) Tinder. My roommates have been going on Tinder. Been trying to find girls. No one's met up with any girls from Tinder yet. But they actually convinced me to get it for a day a few uh, how long ago was that? Maybe two or three weeks ago. I had i I'd got it one day and I started swiping and I got a few matches and then I was, they said like pay to get more swipes and I was like, Okay, well I, I don't wanna be out of swipes. I'm gonna pay five or six dollars to get infinite swipes. So I paid for that and started swiping away. I got a few more matches. Women think I'm sexy as shit. It's obvious. It's obvious when I look in the mirror that women think I'm sexy as shit. And then I started like saying maybe, I think I said hey to a few of them or whatever, or just start a conversation in some way. And just something about it I didn't like. I always had a promise with myself. Like I've never liked the idea of dating apps. Just something about it, it's like go meet someone in real life it almost just seems like a scared thing to me. And and maybe that's just like the way I see it. Like kind of maybe like it's comparable to the way I see alcohol. Some people can maybe look at it and think, yeah, I just want to loosen up, have fun. Like talkative people, you know, they use alcohol just to drink and feel different and enjoy it but then maybe more quiet people would use alcohol as a way to break out of their quietness and be more outgoing and actually be talkative in the first place and just have fun overall and that's why I don't drink alcohol because I don't want to be using it as a way of getting myself to break out of my comfort zone I just want to be able to do that sober that kind of is the same as tinder like to me it's like well if I want to have a girlfriend I can go out in the real world and I can look for a girl who's cute and I can get myself without an app without be hi- hiding behind a screen to ask her on a date or ask for her Snapchat or whatever or start talking to her in the real life in the reality realm and uh so yeah but then uh, again maybe some people might be talkative and ask out girls all the time in their day-to-day life And talk to them in real life But then also want a bigger selection And go on Tinder And find more respect to them But to me Tinder's just hiding from something That I need to get myself to do Which is be able to start a conversation With a girl I meet on the street You know, be outgoing And uh, yeah um, uh, Tinder Is almost So I had it for a day like I said And then I ended up deleting it And they're $6 down the drain. The $6 got me a month long of unlimited swipes. But also it's like, I don't care. I paid $6 to have a day of fun swiping around on Tinder. It's worth it. People will pay $6 to play an arcade game for 20 minutes. So it's whatever. But yeah. Mm. This is crazy, man. There's so much crazy stuff going on in the world, man. It's crazy. What else has been going on in my life, though? Probably a lot of things I can't think of. I don't wash my hair as much anymore. I just looked over and saw the shampoo bottles that are sitting on my dresser and it made me think about it. That's a very essential... I'm going to try and have a more interesting topics for the next episode, by the way, which hopefully will be recorded next week, next Friday. But anyways, let's talk about shampoo for now. Shampoo. I use this new stuff called Cantu. Apparently, from what I hear from people, it's for it's designed to work well with um, African people's hair, black people's hair, because their hair's. is... Um, usually different than white people's and yeah my hair is more like black people's hair than most white people's hair is like black people's hair hopefully you didn't get lost in that but I have more coarse and thick hair so I started using this black people shampoo and it's working wonders it really is it feels good and it's natural too it's all natural and you know I like that you know, I don't trust all that unnatural bullshit they put in everything. So, can too. Definitely try it out if you're a black person or if you're a white person with black person type hair. Or even if you're a white person with white people type hair. Try can too. Maybe it'll work better for you. I don't know. But I was also saying when I shower now, I've been trying to shower two times a day, not wash two times a day wash one time a day but one of the showers that I do nor I like to wash myself at the end of the day after I do some hard work and sweat so the afternoon night shower that'll be the scrub down with the soap and the morning shower will just be a little bit of a rinse off you know get in there heat up a bit in the morning wake me up make my body release all its toxins go down the drain away from me Boom, turn it to cold, get my body hyped, energy going, close all my pores, get out of the shower, get dressed, go to work, be ready for the day. It feels great. I recommend to anybody to take two showers a day. For so many years, I heard my roommate Luke talk about how he takes two a day, just that same thing that I just said where you wash only in one. And I was like, I can't take two showers a day. Take, like I procrastinate the night shower until like 10 o'clock every single night. How am I supposed to get myself to do a shower in the morning? I just got myself to do it. I thought I got to take my life seriously. Got to make improvements, okay? Got to enhance my life experience. This could be something that could do it. So I got myself to go shower in the morning for a couple days. First day I did it, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to continue doing this. And I'm obviously sometimes, you know, I wake up and I'm just not feeling like hopping in the shower. So I just don't. Because you just got to go with what you feel like in the moment. But most mornings, I think I need that shower right now. I need the toxins out and the skin closed up and the energy there. Because the cold water in the morning, I'll tell you, it might shrink your dick. But it will grow your love and grow your happiness. (sighs) Quote that. Put that make a little picture of me on Instagram and like put that text over it and post it, please. I might do that actually. But I can hear Dayton outside my door right now. Like he just walked up the stairs and now he's being a little cute guy walking around the house while I'm trying to film my podcast. He's trying to be quiet so the floor doesn't creak, I think. Based off the little creak I heard, that's what I assume I can... It sounded like he was trying to not... Make too loud of a creaking noise. Oh, shit. We're almost at 40 minutes. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to have more stuff set up for the next episode, more topics that are more fun. I'm getting, I'm rusty. Okay. It's been a year. It's been a year. And that's why the first take of this podcast, I had to delete because I was getting too deep, too real, talking too long, messing up too many times. This take was much better. If I continue doing it weekly, every Friday on my day off, I will get better and better and better. I'll get guests on because I've been promising so many people I know that I will have them on the podcast. So, yeah, it's back. It's back, baby. Satisfied with Connor Thomas is back. Get ready. See you next week. I love you. Shrink your dick in the shower when you wake up in the morning. Bye.